Welcome back to the Escape Road Podcast. On this episode, Ron and I get the pleasure to interview my good friend, Stanley Swantika. He's an Indonesian entrepreneur, and after a number of businesses, he found a niche in faux leather manufacturing with quality craftsmanship. His company has been operating for over three years and employs over 10 people. Today, he shares with us a humbling story and also how he got to where he is. Oh, and before we begin, I want to apologize for the audio as we were recording while Abby was cooking us a treat. That and I was under the weather. So that's it from me. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. So, Fung, we have a very, very special guest. I believe it, it looks like it's his first podcast. No, actually. It's not. Oh, You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. He's actually done a podcast in uh, Jakarta. Really? Yeah. So you've done some press in your life? Press the secret. Yeah, but I did it in Indonesian language. Well, which is <laughs> uh, still communication through mics and okay, I'll try my best. Headphones. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's free form. Free like, form. Okay. You, men- you mentioned that when you did your podcast, it was like hard work because you had to structure everything, right? Yes, that's true. So let, let me show you a different uh, style of podcast where everything is on the table. You don't. There's no, there's no, what's it called? There's no structure. Well, uh-huh. uh, so it's more like we pick a topic and we just run with it. All right. That's cool. So introduce yourself, Stanley. Hi, everyone. My name is Stanley. I'm 27 years old. Is that correct? 27. So still a millennial. Yeah. How about so you guys? Yeah. Um, in my thirties, in my thirties, in my early thirties, but uh, nice. I'm I'm a, I'm a young thirty. I'm a young thirty. Yeah. <laughs> just just getting thirty. Not yet. Not yet. You not know. Yet. Right. Yeah. So yeah. um, so my saying is that you're on holidays back here. Yeah. You were here previously on study. Yes, I did. Yeah. And then you went back home to live the indo life yes exactly um was there a purpose for you coming back this time around just visiting or uh just visiting my sister your sister my okay sister, yeah she's studying here she is yeah okay and what is she studying um pastry in lcb lcb you're gonna have yeah. to explain lcb uh, Le Cordon Bleu. Oh, it's a, it's okay, a pretty, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty famous what's it called culinary sort of college for Indo people to to come here and study, yeah. right? True. Yeah, and it's pretty expensive too, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. How how much is a semester? Man, I forgot, bro. I <laughs> has my sister. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's definitely not cheap. It's not cheap. I'm sure. Yeah. No, it's not cheap at all. So when you were here originally um, studying, what were you studying here? I studied graphic design. Graphic design, okay. Yes. And is that something that you do for a living now? Um, I previously did. Okay. But uh, recently I just uh, changed my business to the newest one that doesn't involve any design. Okay. Yeah, mostly. Was that a conscious effort to move away from design? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, uh, when you do when you say your your next venture, which is leather, 
so who does the yep. design for you like for when you, to make the template for the you know the, the laptop bag the, the phone case or anything like that do you buy those templates or do you no just hire people also oh, people yeah. so designers actually make it for you yes wow and where are these designers are they in indonesia or are they overseas in, somewhere in indonesia okay right yeah so you're you're a designer graphic designer why are you yes. not involved in the graphic designing of your wares yep um i think it's because of the place that i live right which is in indonesia i think it's pretty hard to do design stuff okay in because like the pay is still a bit low low for because, design yeah for design because like yeah. uh not most of people appreciate design as sure. much as in Sydney, right? Where you can just like get a lot by just in Sydney, you can get a lot by just giving like a draft yeah. with, with like hands, right? Yep. Yep. But in Indo, like you don't appreciate that thing, so they tend to just pay like really low, right? Yeah, that's okay. a pain. Interesting. And, and so you have people who design your leather goods. Yep. Um, you, you don't you don't have a hand in design at all in, in that maybe just directing the people okay so yeah. you have an idea and then you kind of direct them to you do this yes. you do that you write like yeah. this oh, scrub that out, that out where's the rubber exactly like that <laughs> yep. right 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 yeah so I mean is, is that something that you wanted to kind of um, get get away from the, the designing part no I think it's just uh, the way to make more money. It's like I have to choose that way because it makes more money right. than the previous one, yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I would think if I was a designer of leather goods that yep. I would, you know, do all my own designs. And I mean, in, in a way, it is your design because you're instructing someone to to create those for you. Well, what are you yes. talking about? You did design those two shirts and you did tell someone. Uh, someone yeah, I mean, it's, it's an idea. Um mm-hmm. But that's because I can't physically do it. I, I'm, mm. I'm not creative. At all. I can't draw shit. I assume you can draw stuff. Just a bit. I mean, that's, I'm sure that's being modest. <laughs> He's a being very modest guy. Look at him. No, but I, I think graphic design is more like the ideas than just right. like uh, illustrating. If, if you want if you want to make money illustrating, then mm. you become an illustrator. So that's the difference between illustrator right. and graphic designer. So do you give your design people... A rough sketch or something of of your designs, just you, a brief, a brief, yes, like in words. Like yeah, words, so like when um he did like the the website which I never really ended up using, mm-hmm. it's still there. I've got all the files. Yeah. He actually like gave me a question questionnaire of what um right. what the feeling of the company what was what was like the vision kind of thing. So you designed a website. Yeah, I design. Yeah, I designed websites okay. too. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice. It was really nice. Thank you. And and what did you give to him as a brief? Um, oh man, it was a while ago. Hey, <laughs> yeah. well, what was this for? This was for Atelier. Oh, so yeah. my main over like I'm still using the company. Yeah. Like, the company's name's still there, uh, but uh, we had like we intended it mm. to be a flower farm at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but that never never panned through. Kind okay, of thing. so so. You, there's obviously a lot of flower-related themes and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Actually, it's. Um, have I ever showed you the logo? I've seen the logo. The yeah. logo is pretty cool. Yeah. Did you so make that? that? No, that's that Stanley. Oh, thank you. Uh, Oops. Yeah. So it was. It was actually Stanley who designed that yeah. logo for me. I always thought it was really cool. Yeah. It kind of yeah. captured that kind of 
farm kind of feel. Um, yep. It could be a story that I can tell later down the future, like how the, the history of this company came about. Hmm. I mean, I'm pretty proud of this little, little operation that I have, even though it's still it's like struggling. Like it's basically whatever me and AB built yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So hmm. yeah. Interesting. Nice. So Stanley here has has done two companies on his own in Jakarta. Mm. Yeah. Like basically managing everything operation wise, staff hiring. Yes. So your first um when you first went back to Indo, what was kind of your first you know, year like what were you doing then? Before before you you jumped into the business world or Unless you jumped right into the business world when you went back. Yeah, when I went back, I jumped uh, straight away to business world while doing, uh, while helping my family business. Okay. Yeah, but then uh, I, I did quite a, uh, quite a few like uh, hmm. businesses as well, but they all like failed okay. until I, I realized that uh, the thing that I've been doing, which is uh, selling the accessories and leather stuffs, it... Uh, I mean, like it's it's not bad. I mean, like it gives you self sustaining. Yes, it's self sustaining. Okay, but just like no room for growth, right? Just like right. That was your first business, kind of stale, like flat. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that okay, I think in order to become successful, you need to focus on few things, right? And then just like a lot of things because I started like invitation. I started like. Uh, branding and graphic design and illustrating and calligraphing and and all the stuffs. Mm. I even wanted to start like a uh, streetwear and everything. Really, yeah. streetwear as well. Yeah, wow. Like, like a lot of things. Right. But then, yeah. So I decided to just focus on one thing at that time, just the leather leather stuffs, and then yeah, it went pretty great. So mm. when you when you went through those little things, like you were just testing out the market yep. and you just noticed failure after failure after failure like that, how did you feel? Like, did you, was it like disheartening? Did yes. Did you feel like, shit, I'm, I'm losing so much money right now? Yep. Uh, that's true. I've, I felt uh, like very, I mean, but not like disappointed. I felt like, I think like compelling because like it's something new, right? right. You haven't failed before. And then it, it failed. And then you try another one and it failed. But it's just like something new for me. I think I'm grateful because I have like a like a stable personality. Right. So I can like chill a lot, right? So that thing doesn't didn't really bother me. So I just decided to just, okay, let's try another thing and see mm. how it goes. At, at which point then, um, at which point did you decide to to uh, basically determine that this is, this is done? Like, I know this is fail, failed. I think... Um, Do you remember the feeling of it? Yeah, the feeling was bad. Because, like, sometimes it's, it's like, something you have built for a while mm. and then it's just, like, it doesn't work. And then you have to just, like, let it go. Yeah, and obviously this was, <clears throat> this was sorry, this was, like, a couple of months in the making or at least, like, a year or something. Yes, like, true. Right? Yeah, but you just have wow. to move on and just... So was this kind of your first business where your first business was, like, multiple different things yep okay First and then your business. second business was the, the leather one where you're more oh, no, focused I think, no I think this is about like my seventh or eighth business oh yeah, business. okay, okay. Wow. I didn't I didn't realize you'd had so many man yeah can wow. you can you list like what, what some of those a lot I, I, yeah uh, 
when I was in Sydney, I was selling satay as well. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, the new new um skewers. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I, I so you were hustling that. even you, you were in Sydney. Yes, in Sydney. Holy shit! But how, how were you? How were you selling satay? Satay. So you just like what's what's app. Through WhatsApp, WhatsApp oh, all my friends because right, we're, we're, right, we're right, three right. partners, right? And then like three oh, of shit. us just like WhatsApping people. <laughs> yeah, but then I think it went really good because like so you just went like, hey, do you want some satay? Say, yeah, hey, you want some satay? It's like ten bucks. Like, what did yeah. you deliver or? So I just basically just uh, ask my friend who just make the satay, and then we sell also like uh, gyudon, yeah, like oh, uh, ox tongues, right? Okay. And then just like I, I told him to uh, make it, and then I took a photo mm. and then put it on Instagram and just like. Yeah, send through WhatsApp and then just oh, list right. it out and just like send it on no, weekends. That's, that's, how, how do you send it out to to the customers? How do you, how do you get it to the customers? So uh, one of our partner got car right, so we just like uh, use his car, just like so <laughs> on the weekends, like yeah, right. so it's like your own little Uber Eats kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, but it was before Uber Eats, yeah. right? And and we were you were you making money from that? Like yes, decent quite, money, quite quite a lot. Yeah. And then what happened with that? I think um, I forgot though. I think one of the partners uh, they uh, he had to go back to Indonesia. To Indonesia okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And and you couldn't keep going, or because it's the chef. So. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get yeah. It. I get it. I get so, it. so you you basically like producing this this person. Hey, yeah. It's like if you like use the the music the the musician term. Yeah. True. That's, That's funny. True. Yeah. So you were just like kind of the the marketing guy to get it out there. Yes. Um. And I guess discussing with customers on you know what what they want and whatever yes, else true but in terms of the cooking and and whatever else that's kind of done by somebody else yes mm. true okay okay so the part the the partnership things you've basically been used to since you since you started like selling anything right yep it's crazy yeah, yeah. so and, and was your so that's your first business though and that was in sydney yep did you have any other business in, in sydney like while you were here <clears throat> Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, I uh, sell designs as well. I do brandings. I do illustration. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure that was like a, a like a solo thing, right? Just just yes, you? just like freelance. Okay. So freelancing is 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 tough, right? It's it hard is, to get yes. your name out there. It's hard to get people to buy your stuff. Yeah. Um, how would you rate your success in that area? In design. In in that business. From one to ten. Yeah. Okay. I think I would say maybe only like six or seven. That's pretty high. Yeah. Is that's, it? It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. But I mean, like, there's a lot of room of improvement. Yeah. 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 So what? Um. So you you were making money from it, obviously. Yeah. Because you're. But not a lot. But not not a lot. Yeah. So if you were to continue it and you were to stay focused on it, you could mm-hmm. probably made even more yes but I think uh, there's a, a new thing that I experienced as well when running business in Indonesia I think uh, there's one subject yet that you need to uh, like look into and there that is the scalability mm. right because so I guess when you have like 50 clients you can't you can't obviously do designs for 50 clients yeah because it's it's hard and in yeah. Indonesia like you got paid like a year after if you oh, do like right, things right. corporate so the, the cash flow is really it's like, tough un- to it's manage. tough yeah so right, are right. you saying are you saying that there are still people owing you money right now some of them yeah 
Oh shit! Yeah. And they they don't they they don't pay you? Nah, they don't. They won't pay you? They won't. Whoa! Yeah, that's that's what happened in Indo because like we don't have like the legals. Everything is based on just like WhatsApp or maybe like call. Okay, so there's no, no like no contract. Con- there's no. no contract or yeah. anything like that. No. So I mean, the design aspect. So if you have to, if if it's like a skill based company. Already, it's going to be hard to scale that business, right? Because yeah. you need to, if you are going to get someone to come in and help you out in the system, for example, they need to be able to understand your style. Exactly. Right. It was that a problem that you had as well? Yes. Okay. So for most people who are in freelancing, um, especially in graphic design, you would probably say that only a very small minority actually make good money in working my, for themselves. In my uh, country, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because is it because that the Indonesian people don't appreciate the design uh, industry? Yes, they just they more what's it called they are more um, trustworthy of like the traditional companies like steel, yes, oil, those true. kind of companies. Right? Or maybe they just don't appreciate the process to get from an yeah. idea to which is where a lot of the work in, um, in, I mean arguably yep, argue, ar- arguably the photography industry suffers that that kind of uh, that yeah. kind of issue ordeal as well because people yep. don't people think that when someone picks up the camera it's just like press of a button but it's yeah. not there's yep. like the whole understanding of like the lighting the mm. angle the subjects the background and so on and so forth yeah. like lines so there's all that that takes place to make a great photo that people don't realize but I think with anything creative it's all about the individual um, style and branding of that person right? sure if if you if people in Indonesia um, appreciated your style and your creativity you could you could make a living from it because you can charge a lot right yep and do just two designs a week or whatever yes but because you don't have that kind of name or that kind of recognition yes you're going to do a lot more for a lot less yep which is not sustainable. True. But I'm sure there are freelancers in Indonesia who's making good money. Yes. But it's just a very small, small minority that is actually at that level. Yep. Mm. So, I mean, I can definitely see why um, it's tough to break into that sort of top tier and why it might not be worth your time to try and break into the top tier. Yep. And I guess that's when you move into other business ventures. Yes, true. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. Hmm. So, are you proud of your current um, businesses right now? Are you I would say, yeah. You're really happy with yes, it? Yes, I'm really happy. Well, yeah. Do you have a website for for your leather goods? Yes, it is. I, uh, I have. I do have. Uh, yeah. You have to. You have to link me up. We'll put in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> I always nice. wanted to say that. <laughs> so, tell, tell me about your leather goods company. What exactly? What, what products do you guys make? So we make like uh, bags and small accessories like card holders and keychains and cable clips. And cable everything. clips? Yes. What's but a cable clip? Cable clips is like for your cable. It's like a clip to just keep it organized. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is your, um, what's it called, laptop holder right here? Is that, yes. did you make it? Yep, yep. Can we have a look at it? Yep, sure. Interesting. For a while. Grab his cup, grab, grab his cup. Damn, yeah. yeah. How about that? He's got his own. He's, he uses his own products. Oh, that's a. It's pretty cool to be able to. Yeah, it's like say create I'm, something on your own, and I'm Ooh. saying that I made this. Holy wow. crap! That actually looks legit. 
So Ron's actually like holding, inspecting the stitching of the uh, brown, <laughs> brown MacBook case. This is like very premium looking. This is three years old. Or three, three years, years old, old. Yes. and look at how look how nice and well. Was this was your business been going for three years now? It's on my fourth year. Fourth year. Wow. So tell tell me about the first year. What was that like? Okay. So before, like, how how, how did you get into creating the the business in in the first place? Like, how did you get partners in? How did you get designs together to start it off? That's a really good question. Um, you mean like from the scratch, right? Yeah. The, so before you had anything, mm-hmm. I'm sure you had an idea. And then, or, or did you already have partners who you knew you wanted to go into business with and this was something that you all kind of agreed would be a good idea? Okay, the first one is all about uh, from me and then the second one is uh, with partners. Okay. Yes. So with the leather goods company um mm-hmm. was that you initially yes and then you me. got partners in together yes i uh add a few partners to help me was that was that at the start or was that when you already began it's it's uh not in the start but i think after like a few months a few months okay i started to add a partners okay so what was your first few months like where were you just by yourself like what were you what were you doing in the first few months? Like design, suffering. getting people together, yes. or he was uh, suffering, suffering because <laughs> because you do everything okay. by, by your own okay. from like uh, designing, even like like picking names and and uh, like through the ideas, and then mm. just like deciding which products are going to sell mm. and everything. Do marketing as well. Do the selling. Do the financing. Do the accounting. So there was a lot of test, uh, test and failures as well, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So how many people work with you now? Uh, we have 18 people. 18 people, us, yeah. including the people who actually do the yes. manufacturing. That, yes. 18, 18, 18 people, people producing for four years now. That's pretty, that's, that's, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty, running it pretty, that's running it pretty lean as well, I Thank reckon. Thank you, yeah. Yep. And, and who are your sort of close competitors? In this space, we have a few, but our, our competitors are using the different materials. Okay, they're using like the maybe like canvas and like just like your bag, the, yeah, that bag, like, like that material. Are you calling my bag cheap? No, 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 no. I mean, just like <laughs> using a different material, like Nike bag, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. right, not with leather, but but nowadays I sell uh. Uh, synthetic leathers we call it like fox leather for okay the, yeah leather. right 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 and people like that more <laughs> yes that's, why, why is that that's that's the thing i think that's what i learned a lot in like selling okay i mean so you, you would stuff. think that real leather is, is where the where everyone where everyone wants right yes exactly so, so that was my first idea i was i was like planning to get uh to make a like a really nice leather products like using using the best materials mm. and like the best stitching and whatever right but then when i did that i realized that i have to sell it like in a higher price yeah, right? at a premium price yeah, yeah. A premium price whereas in indo like people don't pray don't pay premium they they would rather just go for the cheap Interna- stuff. international brands rather than your brand yeah oh. so if, if you go if you go into that those LV ranges. Why would yeah. they buy your shit if they can buy LV, right? Exactly. So that's when you get into a so, different level of 
competition. Yes. And it's going to be hard to compete. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like the, the market is a very strange place to yeah. be in, man. Like yeah. what you think is going to be cool, mm, what right. you think is going to sell doesn't necessarily end up that way. Yep. Yeah, it, like you... It, like like you said, like you can have an idea, but someone yeah. might already be doing that and at a higher level. Sure. Yeah. So you, you know, you you had the idea of creating something that was you know the best material, best stitching. Right. Someone's already doing that, right? Yeah. Like the LVs and then whatnot. Mm-hmm. True. So you're dominating in another market, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what what is kind of your um differentiator now? What makes you different to? I think I should say that my price is really affordable. Okay. With, I would say, um, a proper way to make bags and in, in, in like sorting our materials. So it's it's okay. good material. Yeah. So the technique is still the same. Yeah. It's just the so. difference is like the material, material that yeah. you use. Yes. And obviously some of the techniques as well. Yes. Interesting. Damn. So it's affordable to the masses, mm. but not cheap. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you're kind of like the... It's like the MVMTF watches or the old birds yeah. of the shoes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, all birds is pretty expensive still, right? Yeah. But like in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I yep. think for the quality that they have is actually pretty pretty. Decent. So I was thinking like more yeah. like a like a Xiaomi, right? They make yeah. pretty cheap, affordable but tech qu- stuff. But quality. But quality. Yeah, right. And the design is very... I, you know, I Apple. I'm like. sure if you look under yes. the hood, it's all like cheap stuff. Yeah, for True. sure. Yeah, True. but but what people are buying is perceived quality, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And hopefully the the product is quality as well. Yeah, yeah. which I, which I'm sure it is. I mean, like <clears throat> it's like um, a lower end tech mm. that mm. offers premium service and warranty yes yeah. right if you have that that it practically balances itself out kind of thing which is like where yeah. like companies like like OnePlus right yeah. they started off being the cheap flagship killer yeah. providing all the good quality stuff for a very low price would you say that's kind of where you guys are at where you're providing close to what the LVs are providing mm-hmm. but at a mid-range price Yes, but I think I should say my price. Yes, maybe like mid range. Okay, but the quality is good. Um, but not with the like material like LV because like it's like yeah. rare materials, right? Yeah, we use more like uh, how do you say that the common, common yes, yeah. common material. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess you don't need to have top quality material to have a top quality product, right? Yes. I mean, you can have a top quality car without it being a Bentley. Yep. Yeah, that's just kind of going a little over the top. Mm. I mean, you have to ask yourself the question as a consumer: like, if you fall under the, those kind of like audience for that particular company. Yep. So, uh, I used to think that when you have a company or when you have a product, it must be marketable to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Yep. Right. So when you're sure. actually creating a product, it's just to solve one particular problem for one particular set of people. Yes. And um, uh, yes, please. And yeah, so I'm I'm actually learning this over time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So, what do you think of the uh, podcast so far? Do you feel chill or just like nice? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that we could do it like this way though. I mean, like the podcast is like so 
chill. I mean, like chill, right? Yeah. yeah. No, there's no, this, there's no real way. To yeah. do it. There's no yeah, one way. Yeah, to do it, right? You can do it any way you want. Yeah. So that's why I was like confused when uh, you said that. Oh, I had to do so much work. I had to put the oh, yeah, destruction yeah. and whatnot. When I listen, there's no flow. Yeah. Well, if just if you're planning it, of course, there's not going to be any flow. Yeah. Right. True. 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 So, so tell me about your podcast before because this is literally my first podcast which hasn't gone anywhere yet so it's not really official but this is the first time i put in something to record so yeah. what was your one about my ones is about uh business so i interview like entrepreneurs okay that's yeah. that's an interesting one and talk about like business and his struggle and yeah so you get it's like, like guests yes right so you're like a indo tim ferris kind of yeah. situation <laughs> okay <laughs> somehow yeah. yeah it is and, and are these guests are they acquaintances or are they friends or uh, friends. friends I okay. started with friends first right it's easy it's easy to say over there because like practically yeah. all of them are into business so it's like there's a lot of people out there okay yeah. and how's it going is it still going it's <laughs> I'm still editing it but it hasn't launched yet what program are you using for your, for your podcast man uh, GarageBand Crash band, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go cheap, man. Audacity, free open source software. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah. Cool. So, how, how many episodes have you have you done now? Only one. Oh, just one. <laughs> Only oh, one. Oh, yeah, I, just one. I thought you said like you yeah, had a couple. No, just one. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you said you had like guests and like. I mean, like just just list uh, guest lists. Oh. List of guests. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 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 Yeah. And and how how do you plan to get it out there um you do marketing for it or do you i think i'm still deciding if i wanted to pursue it like focus on it or not Mm. yeah Mm. it's good to try it's good that uh to have it there in case you need it you know what i mean so and and you you mentioned you put a lot of time into creating a structure yep um what was your structure like so maybe because my first podcast was like i was like collecting all the questions that i have in my life and just like put it in one sheet hmm. and then so i just asked my interviewee is it interviewee interviewee, interviewee yeah. like all the questions yeah so all the questions that i had in my sheet okay but, but then it just made the uh the flows like jumpy like from one yeah. question to one question yeah. it's it doesn't it didn't link so yeah, maybe right, after right, I ask right. about food and then I ask about like business so it doesn't like mm, yeah. <laughs> okay right <laughs> so so you, you had a list of questions but not necessarily a structure on yes. the first 10 minutes is about this and then we do some other cool thing after that but it's yep. just questions yes and, and it was the questions which kind of created an artificial structure yes which you felt doesn't create the right flow yeah, yeah so okay. that's my problem yeah, yeah. So how how is that different to what we're doing? I'm asking you a bunch of questions, right? Yeah, so that's why I, I I'm thinking of like I think it's cool because I didn't realize that it, it can be like this fun and just like chill, just you know? drinking and yeah, just, you know, just talking about crap. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like you just said, it's not it's no right or wrong, right? It's just like no. your style. Yeah. But it's funny because you're you're a musician. Yeah. Okay. And you should have creativity <laughs> in your mind, not structure. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, are you like someone that just likes to be prepared for things? Yes. Is that why you over-prepare for yes, things like yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think me and Fu have done basically no planning for any of these podcasts. No. We just, we've had like one week where we thought, hey, maybe we should come up with some topics. 
Yeah. And then we talked about aliens for about an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> we did literally talk about aliens for an hour. <laughs> We're just debating about it, just different, different sort of stuff. Yeah. It's fun. So, yeah. like, with the questions, like, if you <clears throat> are genuinely interested in some what somebody does, you know, the f- questions kind of just flow out. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy to ask questions. True. Yeah. So, like, I guess, well, so you're podcast was that something that you just you're just interested in creating because you wanted to talk to other people like you yeah right i think the the uh the main reason i did i started my podcast because like i used to have this habit where i just see other entrepreneurs and just like talk and like maybe if we can learn from each other right then i realized that i think it's a good thing if i can record it Mm-hmm. And let other people listen to it, so yeah. people can learn. Of course, from what I learn from the, these successful entrepreneurs. Mm. So that's that's, that's basically what I want to do with this with this podcast. Yeah. I wanna, you know, we were even talking about like early on, just uh, as a segment. You know, have a running segment of like making us mini company, right? Nice. So just invest maybe a tops. 1000 bucks and see how it goes for the next six months yeah and then conclude it as a project you know nice. although otherwise like hey if like any listeners want to keep going with this by all means like what mm. we want to see yeah you take over and then uh, maybe a year down the track it's like hey can you can we interview you mm. see where you took it exactly there's like yeah. there's like little plans out there like that that could happen but if it grows um if it grows naturally in terms of topics and segments that we talk about it could become a thing Mm. Yeah, um, you know it is. It is. <laughs> so the name of that segment will be "Run My Company." <laughs> <laughs> Run my company, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so essentially, that's what, what that's what you do with your um, with your biscuit company, right? Like uh, exactly uh, biscuit company as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he, he, that's the company I was telling you about. Where right. he owns fifty percent. Okay. And the yes. ten and there's ten percent of the company that goes to someone who operates the whole the whole thing. Yeah. So that person manages everything. Yes. And just provides you with a report. Yes, but then we have to guide it and be like mm, the mentors. The mentors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how so was this business company already in existence or did you create it from scratch? Created from scratch. Okay. Yeah. Why why biscuits? Uh, it's more like crackers. crackers. So it's like Indonesian why crackers? crackers. Because I uh I personally like Indonesian crackers okay. and there's no this particular crackers in Indonesia where uh, we call it umping. Okay. And so umping U M P I N G. Yes, umping. So umping. it's like an Indonesian like yeah. OG uh, crackers. Cracker. Okay. Like traditional crackers, sure. right? And everyone eats that. But I didn't. Uh, I haven't seen it in the shelf of a supermarket where okay. you just have like uh, umping with like flavors. So is it like it. a sh- street food kind of thing or yes it is right is that, and that's why it's not on shelves and stuff yes it's like an element uh, of nostalgia uh, kind of thing okay, yeah okay, okay so i just want to bring it to the mm. to the how, how many how, how old is this company already uh maybe if 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 i want to include the research and of course you have part, to do, yeah, do the research a year a year old yeah okay yeah. so you you basically found something that you enjoyed and found where it was missing Yes, and you decide just to create something to put it in in that missing yeah missing place. Yes. So, um, so when you first started, um, what was the first thing that you? What was the first step? Like finding someone to that can cook the stuff, or yeah, I was partnering with a chef. 
And then, like, how did you find a chef? It's it's my friend from okay. Sydney. Yeah, the school the guy. Chef. The no, the uh, another guy, another guy, ch- church guy. Okay, right, yeah. right, and right. Like he he's a chef, and then I just ask him, do you want to go? Like, uh, so I have this idea about Mping. Do you want to like go together and collaborate? And then he said, yeah. And we decided to make one. It sounds like collaboration and creating business is very popular in in the yeah, You don't really hear that, <clears throat> no. here, right? It's like yeah. it's, this is my idea, everyone. Like, stay over there. We'll talk yeah. about it, but you're yeah. not gonna come here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, why why is it so popular? And it seems like everybody has a business in in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have I think- any sort of money you would have started a business. Well, I mean, yeah. I personally like think of hanging out with the Indos uh, because of Airbnb and whatnot. I can, yeah. I can see like the sense of community, community that they have over there. So like if you're part of a church, you're part of a group of people, like they will know, everybody knows everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's really easy to ask each other f- uh, for favors, right? Mm. Yes. Because um, f- with us here in, in, in Sydney or in Australia, it's yeah. common to be like, hey, can you help me with this? And yeah. Like the common retort would be like, "Oh yeah, sure. When is it? I'll see if I'm free. Mm. Then I'll help you." With them, with the with the church yeah. community, it's like, "Oh yeah, sure. I'll help you." And it's like, "Oh yes, tomorrow. Okay, we'll be there." You know, I think so, people are quite wary yeah. of like people bringing them like a business idea as well. Yeah, because sometimes like it feels like a waste of time. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. The people but are it, more cautious. They're not, yeah, like, they're like, are you trying to sell me shit? Are you trying to? scam yeah. me True. I'm sure that happens <laughs> in Indonesia as well it's like, yeah. it's like, it's but, like no, my friend who came up with to me is like hey Fung you want to join my MLM yeah get out of here mate yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's I like am not coming over there <laughs> that's not a real business yeah. it's not is, is, real. is there MLMs in, in Indonesia it is yeah there is wow there is yeah I thought it would be like outlaw or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's MLM is legal. It's not like pyramid mm. scheme, but it kind of like it, it is like, but it's but not. It's not really. <laughs> right. So then, so you you, um, I'm guessing um, got together with a with a chef friend of yours. Decided yeah. that this is something that you wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and what's the next step? So you have a product now. You yep. know, you got someone who can create it for you. What's yes. the next step after that? It's always creating a sample or or a prototype. Okay, so and can, and who does that go to? Does it? Do you do any testing? Yes, we do a lot of testing from buying all the ingredients, mm. all the supplies, like the umping. We even have to like sort the supplier, the umping suppliers, right? We have to sort like the uh, salt supplier and every salt supplier was a supplier, supplier, and then we just you just like put it together and yeah. start to create a prototype based on that and based on your thoughts or based on your taste it's very scientific yeah right yeah right. it's it very scientific yes i i, I appreciate that it's so something you should do right, right. Yeah. so so you now that you sourced the ingredients and you have a guy who can create the thing yep um where, where does the testing of the actual product like what, what do you do for that do you give out samples to yes we do give, give samples to our relatives or friends mm. and then Give samples to distributors. Distributors, okay. Yes. And how how easy is it to get to get into like a big kind of supermarket or something over there? In Indonesia, it's really all about network and all about money. Right. So yeah, I think there's this uh, huge company like Coles uh, of like Indonesia. Yeah. And you call it like Carrefour. I think. Oh, Carrefour. 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 Yeah. 
It's French, yeah. And, and then Carrefour. Carrefour, yeah. And then you just have to pay the listing fee for them to put your barcode in their system. You have to pay like 20 grand just to- Fuck. Just to 20 put Aussie that, grands? 20 Aussie grand. Just Shit. to put your name into their system. And then after that, you can you have to pay for the shelf. Like which shelf do you wanna? Uh, like to put your level, product. Like yeah, eye level. level. Yeah, it's all about oh, all about the negotiations. Dude, that's that's insane. That's that's, insane. that's for Carrefour, and then for the like a mini mart. So it's like Seven <coughs> Eleven. Hmm. They have like two biggest company, which is uh, Alpha Mart and Indomart. So pretty much. Like okay. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're like the they're like the Audi of Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it's not Coles. It's not worth versus Audi. And exactly. where where's your stuff stocked? Is it in the the Woolies and Coles or is it in the Aldis? It's in like the, the it's in the weekend markets, man. It's in the weekend market. <laughs> weekend market. Yeah. Right. Right. Because okay, like yeah. my my partner has <clears throat> has been doing this like distribution thingy mm. for for his family business for i think like 30 years and then Shit. he just like told me that the market is on like a general general market so the the company that i just told you like the mart and mm. the Carrefour thingy they just like uh own 30 percent of indonesian market okay they're already that big but they only own like 30 percent 70 percent goes to the traditional market and that's where yeah. we want to the little people yeah so <clears throat> who would they be would they be just your local shops kind of no, little the, people the, those people who run the carts along the street yes. like and, street vendors yeah mm. and in Indonesia we have like street vendors every five kilometers just like they have like small shops small right stalls. right okay yeah so it's kind of like like a 7-eleven almost but more independent yeah yes like an independent petrol station Yep. Exactly. Well, they kind of do that. They have like bottles, like two liter bottles. Uh, of, like, yeah, they call yeah. it Benson or something like that. Yes. Benson, like True. it's just mm. petrol, right? Yeah. And this is like, these are like for the, the, the village people who ride the little bikes, the little scooters. Right. They right. come up, pay the fee, just empty the two liter bottle into the tank and that's it. It's like a Uber petrol. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, highly it's dangerous, but, <laughs> hey, <whatever laughs> but it works, that. bro. <gasps> Yeah. So have, have you been to Indo yet? Bro? No, I haven't. Bro, next time if if I go, you have to come with me. Yes. Sure. And I'll drive you guys around. Yeah. yeah. Just meet meet all, all the friends over there. Yeah. So when you um, so when when you were selling these things like these little crackers um, kind of yep. on the on the street like to these vendors, mm-hmm. aren't there like street vendors vendors that you don't sell to that sell their own crackers? Wouldn't they be like a competitor to to what you're doing? Yes, there's always going to be a competitor to your. And and why would they buy your stuff over, like a street? Vendor? I think uh, for my business, for this crackers business, it's the first in Indonesia. Yeah, the first for that the has flavored ones. Yeah. For flavored one for that has that, like a oh, brand. Oh right. Usually right, they right, sell right, it right. in like straight with no brands, just like transparent just, plastic, the transparent uh, packaging okay. with like no brands. No, you're gonna you're gonna do that. And all this little like uh, warung's gonna have like they gonna start doing their own shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so so these crackers, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Are, are they like even when they're sold by street vendors, they're still already in a package and everything, right? Yes. So they buy it from their suppliers mm-hmm. and they just yes. resell it on the street. It's like regular, regular packaging, man. It's just like uh, those cheap plastics, right. just chuck chuck it in, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So, so you're not like competing with like the street the people who cook on the street right no i'm re- i'm not really com- competing with that i, I compete yeah. with brands like lays like that oh, because like it's, right. 
and they do chips. like they do similar crackers as well, but no. not in the flavors. No, no, not in the umping. So umping oh, is, is right. actually like like we have potato chips and just like cassava chips, and we have mm. umping. So okay. it's like another, so that's like their own thing. It's yeah, its own thing. True. Okay, well, that's interesting. So what what's the most difficult thing about getting this off the ground? Mm, getting the which which business? The the umping yep business. What's the most difficult part of getting it off the ground? I think the most difficult part is uh, the distribution. Distribution. Yeah. To get it to the street vendors. Yes, because like Indonesia has a lot of countries, a lot of islands, mm. and then like sorting it out, sorting like where to um, like sell your things and everything else. It's 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 a pain. That's why I. My partner is is uh, strong in, in in this distribution. Is this, right. is this it? It, lo- it looks like chips. Yeah, that, like that. that. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, that does look like just chips. They look yeah. like chips. Yeah. It's bitter, is it's it? It's bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so, so sort of your so like wait, advantage. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. So it would look like this most most of the time. Like if you look on the street, uh, you'd see you'd see it like this, right? Yes, like in a clear plastic bag. Exactly. Okay, so that puts it into perspective, like what what it is you can actually want to sell. Yep. That's interesting, man. Hmm. Cool. So so obviously having a a partner who has those distribution channels is really helpful and gives you a a massive advantage, right? Yes. But if someone like yourself was to do the same thing without a friend like that, Mm -hmm. how hard do you think it would be? I think it would be hard and it it, it would take a longer time to get your name yeah. out there yeah. and have those build those channels essentially yes. or partner with some company that can do that for you yes that's right so what I'm getting in the sense is it's always beneficial just to give up some portion of your company yeah. to be able to make it uh, to, to make it grow yes right. hmm. that's so, so that's a, is, is that your firm belief yes it's your firm belief yeah, yeah. Other, otherwise your company you have to choose you want to grow it slow mm-hmm or like fast, right? Mm. If you want to go fast, you go together. Yeah. But if you want to go like, How's, how does that translate to um, your older generation of business owners who had businesses for over, say, fifty years, thirty years, sort of like that? So, like, say, your parents' generation, right? Yeah. All of these people had companies spanning decades. Yep. Okay. Do they run the companies similar to how you think these days, like with partnerships and whatnot, or do, or do yep. they run, or do they run it solely by themselves with a tight group of executives? That's a really good question. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, every generation has its own way to yeah. do businesses, okay. right? And I think uh, they they have proven that uh, it they grew their business like so big, right? But yeah. I think when you're talking about business, you have to like adapt, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in this era of like innovation and technology i mean like it's so easy for other people to just make something like yours right so competitors are just mm, like boom, right. right okay so you need to change you need to collaborate you need to just add more people to like okay like give uh the strength to your weaknesses mm. yeah so yeah so you're saying that um it worked for these older generation yes. business owners because yes. there wasn't that many that's many competition out there. Exactly. Because yeah. like the, tra- the 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 speed of information back then yes. was not fast enough for you to be able to like to to you know lose yourself in the market. True. You could always stay ahead because of the the information. Yes. You know bottleneck. Yep. Right. That's true. Okay. 
Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So who who's running your biscuit business now? Do you have like a, a guy that looks over the, the daily? Yes, we have the like the CEO, like the CEO. operation, yeah. And how, how did you find CEO? CEO? CEO. It's one of our relatives as well. Okay. And yeah. do they have experience in Yeah. Okay. He 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 had experience in like uh, F&B and cooking business and right, like right. pretty much with food. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So for you, um, did, so did you already know who you wanted to overlook your, your business? Mm-hmm. And then you just got that person in? Yes. Okay. True. And what about your, your leather goods business? Is that you or do you have a CEO, CEO in there as well? In my leather business, I just, uh, so the the idea was my own, right? So then I just uh, go with uh, like go with the flow. Mm. Whereas in my crackers business, I already have like the idea and all the experiences. So I just need to just find someone to fill your weaknesses mm. gap. Yeah. So you've already had the the knowledge of your business. Yes. Back, uh, through your leather business. Yes. Mm. And you've just applied a template onto this company. Exactly. That's but right. But you had to spend less time with the infrastructure because you just because you've already got that. That's right. And then you just concentrate more on the uh, research of the product. That's true. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. So at at what point did you did you um, think that it was worth getting a COO in? Like how how big did the company have to be before getting a COO would make sense? Oh, that's a good question as well. I think uh, you have to dream big about your like company, sure. right? So I think it's good that on the start you treat your company as like already big, you know. Mm-hmm. So you start okay. to think big and see big. So Oof, like, that's a good tip. Like like uh, choosing the big people to help you go big. So yeah, so yeah. It's like. This is like visualization on steroids, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Wow. But I guess my my question is like, if if your business is just starting, mm. it wouldn't make sense to get an ex CEO of like AMP to to be your guy, right? Yes. I think you have to be realistic in this. Respect, oh, of course, right? of course. Yeah. So, but but then, in 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 the beginning, you would obviously be um, across the business enough to basically run it as a COO. Yes. And then at some point you would think, okay, this is where I need to take a step away and mm. get someone with more experience or with more yeah. yes. um, foresight to, to come into this role and, and do the business side of things yes. while you do the ideas or, or whatever, right? Yep. And how long in, into that business did you hire that this person to be um, a COO? Uh, for my second business, I was hiring on the at the start at the start okay. at the, start, at the yeah. very start at the start yeah. wow so after uh the thing with my chef mm-hmm. guy so i just decided to take another the partnership with my other mm-hmm. okay i think i just have to tell the 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 story i think uh the first time i started my crackers business i was partnering up with my friend who is a chef mm. right and then later on we decided to make a like crackers like Irvin's, so like salted egg umping okay. crackers, yep. right? But then, unfortunately, my other partner had to bail because uh, he had to uh, help his family business. Sure. So then yeah. I just uh, I just decided to add more partner, and then I just uh, met this 
one friend so he owns like his family owns like a crackers business in mm. indo and mm. i think it's what like one of the biggest and he's uh, his his family been doing this business for like 30 years plus well wow. okay yeah so i just met him and just i just said like hey can we just like talk about business maybe you can learn from you yeah. and just, I just yeah. and i just have uh, this new product maybe you could try and give me inputs yeah. and then after that we met and then i gave him the sample of my product and then he liked it and he decided to invest with his brother in my company right. so then after that we have like three people like in the in the board and then we decided to give like 10% to the the mm. operation so you had like basically a sample and you pitched your ideas and yes <laughs> that's interesting so yeah. you basically got a network of people already that you yes. can count on yep okay mm-hmm. that's cool man so it would be a lot more difficult if you didn't have a network already yes so that's why I think my uh, biggest uh, uh, my biggest advantage uh, no, not advantage Disadvantage. Okay, edit this one, right? No, no. I just talk. That's all right, man. That's, this, this is good. This My is good. English didn't work. Okay. You were doing uh, so well for the past hour, bro. Yeah. My strength. Uh, my oh, my biggest takeaways. Ah, yeah, there we go. That's, that's the word. Yeah. For this is, I think, surround yourself with people, people with like bigger minds, or the people who has achieved more than you. Right. I I always love to be in the room where I'm the like the stupidest in the yeah, room so I could yeah. learn from everyone and so then, humble of you man and then, so humble thank you but and I think because you need to learn about everything well I mean like while you, you do you and while you do your business you have to know about everything in and out that's why you have to learn from everyone and then you just need to take mm. their perspectives and apply it to your business so your business can grow here's a question for you then do yep. you do you um, learn anything from like the people under you say the people that you paid like $300 an hour, uh, uh, a month right yes do you still learn anything from them yes that's surprisingly the, that's right? the craziest thing yeah. Yeah? you can learn a lot okay. I mean like sometimes it's a lot more than the people who are like above you because the people below you they will teach you how to be like grateful with all the things that they don't have but they can be happy okay that's hmm. the thing yeah crazy yeah and i think you need to be balanced like you need to look to the people people higher than you to give you motivation right and you need also look people under you to just yeah. like be grateful and to help them go like together <clears throat> hmm. yeah like a really good outlook on business man i like that yeah thank so you. for someone who doesn't have those connections to begin with yep like myself Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any advice on how to yes I think be just courageous and brave because like most of my friends that I know now it's just it started with like a simple like Instagram DM for me so right, maybe okay. I know like this cool entrepreneur in Indonesia that they have like a few businesses I just mm-hmm. like contact them on Instagram hey right. can I I'm Stanley I run this business can I meet you for like 15 or 30 minutes let's just talk about business maybe I could learn from you and then just make a list and then maybe you won't get like 100%, maybe like 30 to 40%, mm-hmm. but then you can learn from the people and like build connection because these people will know other people and they will know like their connection. So if they can't help you, they might know someone that can Exactly. Help you. Right. Yeah. And okay. you need to ask the right question. Hmm. To, can, to can, I, can I have your number on speed dial? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man. True. I mean, it, uh, it seems like um, of course, getting the idea is difficult. Yep. But getting the 
idea off the ground is probably the most difficult thing. Yep. And having those connections definitely help. Having a good product helps. Yes. And having the right people around you to get it going is very, very helpful. Yes. Um, so I guess that's where you got, that, that's kind of where you took your leather goods business, right? From kind of yes. from the ground to where it is now. Yes. So the next question is, um, do you make free samples of your leather goods? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, un- shameless, shameless request. I mean, we, I mean, this is not, not Come on, we're, adver- we're, we're advertising you on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, we, we are <laughs> looking for sponsors. <laughs> we could definitely use some sponsors. Yeah, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys the <laughs> samples. Free. Do, do, do you still deal with leather or are you all faux leather now? Uh, all uh, fox leather, but we do to corporate as well. But we, we provide genuine leather for corporates or maybe for brands if they, if they want to make like their own bags their just, own oh yeah, you're giving them like an unbranded product yes OEM yeah. that they uh, yes ODM that's cool, yeah. that's yeah. cool. And, and, and I'll keep I'll keep your number this is, this will be interesting for the future I reckon yes. and yeah. you can do that with just what 18 well, how many people do you have working there 18 18 you can yes. do that you can supply all of that with 18 people yes yeah we do wow. do you outsource anything to any other country or just keep it straight in house keep everything straight in house nice. in terms of production because right. my bags is not that complicated mm. yeah yeah so what what's the biggest kind of order you got from like a, a corporate entity yes we we got quite how a lot how, how big would the would like a big order be uh you mean in terms of units all the units yeah we got all the uh five thousand pieces <laughs> yeah for, for a strap camera strap wow and you, and yeah. you can do that with 18 people yes because like it's, it's how long did it take? It's uh, because great. Uh, I'm grateful that it's easy. It's just like straight, oh, right, right, and right, like, right. Yeah, and just like put Who, which which company like requested yeah. five cents? Sony. You, wow. you sold it to so- yeah. Wow, Sony Indonesia. Yeah, crazy. I, I love yeah. the camera. I've got some of the gears here. Yeah, yeah. dude. This, this how is how like, did you get that that kind of that that order from Sony? Uh, for that order. I was blessed to know that I have Instagram for my B2B company. And I just like, uh, sometimes I do stories like, so this is the production and like, Mm -hmm. this is our products. And then, yeah, luckily like a lot of like people just emailing me from corporate, maybe because the name that I choose really represents my business. So I do uh, my, so in my leather business, I do my own brand and I do production as well, right? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your brand? What's your brand? And and the production brand name, uh, the company name is Custom Kulit. So Kulit in English is leather, cool. right? Okay. And then custom, so it, it's basically translated into like customleather.com. Right. Huh, so simple, right? And then, uh, so when I first wanted to open the production thing, I asked a few of my friends like, if you want to make like a custom leather stuff, mm. what do you search on the internet? And I I I, uh, I made them list like top five, right? And like top two is like custom kulit, custom kulit, custom kulit. So I was like, okay, I'm just right, custom kulit. So this is like that's like some physical keyword searching optimization. Yes, you just did I'm wow. taking that as that's a, some, at the advantage. Yeah, 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 that's like as that's a straight up SEO using your yes, network. True. Yeah. And and how did that get? So how did the brand name get you that kind of um, recognition? Is it because it's simple? I think it's because it's simple and that's 
how people search. Okay. Right? So that my brand is always on the top. Uh, so cust- custom right. cool, yeah. Yes. Cool. I thought I actually thought your uh, your um, your leather brand name was Stefan Severin. Yes. Is it, it is as well? It is, yeah. Is but that's for your premium. Uh, yes, range. that's for yeah for the retail. Okay. Who's that, Stefan? Who's that? Stefan, what? Wow, it's a really long story. Have I told you about Stefan? I think you did once, but I like totally forgot about it. Yeah, but it so, it does mean something. It's like a, a mix of like a person or something like that with another person. Yes, but uh, do we still have time to? Um, yeah, we should. We, we like let's do do you know another twenty minutes or so. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I gotta take you home afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe uh, the the story is 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 a long story, but to make it short, mm. I think Stefan is the most. Uh, I mean, like the most meaningful name in my life. Okay. Yes. So why? Because it it is uh, a name of one of my friend. Mm. So his name is Stefan, and he passed away like mm. uh, 2008. So it's been like 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then uh, this guy named Stefan uh, taught me a lot about life and how I see life and mm. how I see people. So his story is is a bit like sad because he, I mean, like he he was bullied. When he was a kid, uh, from mm. the Teka Teka's like like playgroup, mm-hmm. like uh, like kindergarten yeah, yeah, up yeah. until uh, high school, so he was bullied like all the time, right? Right, right. right. So uh, like all my friends like didn't want to be with him because he was like very skinny and very like pale, and then and then like he mm. I think he didn't brush his teeth, right? right. So. But when when you were like a child, it's it's alright, right? So, yeah. but then uh, we call him like Kuman. Kuman in English is like a bacteria. Oh, yeah. Oof, that's tough, yeah, man. That's, that's tough. You amoeba. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And we called called him like every day. We called him Kuman all the time. We didn't call yeah. him like his name. So he lived like I think 17 years of like his childhood to be bullied. And then even the bullet is just like crazy, like so- sometimes uh, the his classmate, I mean during the the break, the recess, the recess. So they just like so Stefan was just sit in in his table, and then all the guys are just like like circling him up and just like hit him with like books and Damn. just like holy shit balls. That's assholes. one thing, right? Yeah. I know. And and the second one's uh, wow. So Stefan had bought a new motorcycle, right? And then when he Wait, how, came, how old is he? I think 16 years old. Shit. Yeah, he bought. I think his his parent bought his him a motorcycle. And then when he came to the school, like all the guys, including me, and then we just like uh, cheering for him, like ooh, like new new motorcycle. And then after like he went up, one of my friend actually just like put his motorcycle to the like fireplace. I mean, like to the oh, the one. Oh no! Right? And then yeah, just and then just like take off the ignition the ignition so you cannot s- start your machine right and then when when he when the school ended he just like went down and see where's my my bike. my bike and he just went to the fireplace and just like take it like by himself and we were cheering Woo! It was like that it's like was crazy. it fucked uh, was it pardon? fucked like the the bike was it does it still work or is it it still work yeah oh But I think I imagine the the shame, right? And then he he wanted to like turn on the bike, but he couldn't. And then like yeah, we just cheered. And then yeah, that's wow. the other thing. And wow. then one of my friend uh, hit him with like a pencil, like 
just like until he's like bleeding mm. and that's like damn like you, cool you're a cruel kid man. yeah i know damn. right and that's a common stuff because like we do it like the the whole school did it to him right and then after that it uh it kept going on for 17 years up until there's this one day on 17th of august 2008 we got a uh, news that he was passed away mm. yeah he got hit by like a car so Fuck. he was from his church and then he he's like after you know like when we like as a christian put like some yeah, oil it's, it, yep. it's yeah yeah like, and, um, and like that from he's from he was from church hmm. and then when he came home with his bike he got hit and then so he is with someone i mean like he's driving and then someone is with him someone right? was riding with him riding with him yeah and then that person didn't like have anything on him. I mean, just like he's okay with no, no injuries, no injuries at all. Yeah. But Stefan just died, passed away, right? Shit. Wow. And then after that, we just felt like uh, we felt bad, right? Because we like we bullied him all the time, yeah. right? And then so we decided to just came to his funeral, right? In his funeral, uh, before, so the guy had put him to the coffin, and then before the the guy put the coffin to the ground ground yeah, so there's this one man just like came to the front and take the mic and then he said like uh hey guys my name is blah blah, blah and he he's actually stefan's like pastor right, right and then right, right. he said to us so all of my friends like from uh if they study abroad and then if study in some some city they just came back to the funeral to just pay respect to stefan right yeah. and then yeah so that guy said uh, in the mic uh, I know I'm his pastor and I just uh, want to let you know that Stefan every day like always uh, tell me a story about like his friends and like how his friends in his schools like bullied him a lot hmm. right but then uh, and this guy said but you guys know what Stefan every day like prays for you guys he prayed for his friends hmm. he prayed that uh, all of his bully bullies are just like healthy and like live long and just like if live and he told you that life. the pastor told you that at the, the, the wake pastor, yeah, yeah the pastor told me just feel like assholes like, yeah right. and all the guys all like the like the, the fighter guys yeah. is like crying like crazy Fuck. so that's why that's i think tough. that's what i learned that's what i want to use the name to maybe yeah to pay, pay, pay him respect yeah. Well, wow. that's a tough story to listen to yeah it's pretty good so now now you've learned something pretty deep and meaningful from from him from Stefan that's why yes. you're working so hard so hard for the companies that you have yes good stuff so, so what so what was the the lesson that you took from him I think the biggest lesson is just not to look people from like the outside thing for a face value for yeah. a face value because yeah I think if we look at Stefan we can see like his like face value is maybe not there but then he has a like a really big heart you know to yeah. just pray for his friends his bullies and his enemies hmm. and yeah so that makes me want to respect other people more and to appreciate people more yeah it's a shame that it had to it had to happen go through that to, yeah. to have that kind of revelation yes um true but i guess that's where like you know telling these stories are kind of important yeah mm. some people who are doing that right now that somebody might listen to it and might think hey maybe i shouldn't yeah treat yeah. like that because it, it, it also highlights the fact that there's many things that can teach you lessons in life as well yes right 
Exactly. And this guy, this Stefan guy, obviously taught people through his action, not mm-hmm. through his word. Yes. Right. So that's 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 what's really 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 powerful. Yeah. True. So that was the the first name of your company. Yes. There's another another name. Stefan Severin. I think. I, uh, Severin. Severin. Yeah. Yeah, Severin. I I I take it from Italian word. It means restrain. 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 Yeah. So you have to like take control of yourself. Just Ooh. like restrain. Yeah, Stefan. Dude, that that sounds badass. Thank love you. It. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. So why 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 that <clears throat> that word or that name, restrain, for think, this company? I think because like learning from Stefan, like you have to take control of yourself and be restrained to all things. Mm. So that's why I wanna put like a value even on the name of my company so right that so people could like know and learn hmm. yeah and and i'm guessing you have a website for your goods yes do, do you tell that story anywhere on there about how you got to the name uh or? not yet but i'm planning to like okay. making a campaign make the story more like yeah on the surface yeah right right yeah. And, and i'm guessing um you would probably hope that telling that story would help other people who read yes your website right yes this is his website here yeah right so you you do all types of leather goods right yes so I can see card holders is that belts uh, it's a keychain. A keychain, bracelet, bracelet, bracelet. bracelet. keychain, card holder, clutch, drop, top, 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 top kit. What's it's a top like, kit? It's like a beat. What's top kit? Top kit. Top kit. It's like a fanny pack or something. No, it's it's like uh, how do you say that? Is it like a um, like a travel pouch maybe? Yeah, like yeah. where you put your toothbrushes. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Okay, your 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 toiletry bag. Oh, you even have a mouse pad. What the fuck? Wow. Oh, sick! Is that fake leather? Okay, it's not. Okay, what's a forty forty nine thousand in in Aussie dollar? It's five bucks. Five five dollars. Yes, it's pretty good, dude. Shit, it is. So that's like the majority of you. Not you're not kidding when it comes to pricing. Wait, how right? much is a no. card holder? Same five bucks. Shit, because they're. I mean. The market in Indo is mostly people who can afford. Okay, right. Price, yeah. So, so what would be the equivalent of this here, like money-wise? So you talk about thirty dollars, forty dollars. Um, for people who can afford this kind $50. of fifty dollars, fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, really, so it's twenty bucks. Nice. Seventeen, seventy, ninety. Yes. Shit, it's cheap. Yeah, it is. And oh, look, there's a timer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, is that real? That, that, no. that. Well, what's that for? <laughs> well, what's a timer for? Can yeah. you edit this? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's the, well, basically, like this is a common urgency. theme for uh, yeah for for your urgencies on e-commerce websites. Like, right. hey, you've only got this long left to buy this product. Otherwise, we're going to be running out of stock. It's oh, it's, uh, it's a really right, it's right, it's um right. it to entice customers to buy something. Exactly. That's yeah, beautiful. It's smart. I, 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 I noticed. Smart. I'm like, yeah, we. <laughs> So how how would this 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 product compare to say what I can get for thirty or forty dollars or fifty dollars here? Would it be mm-hmm. same quality or do you think it's high quality? In terms of material, yeah, uh, it would be different. Different, okay. Yeah, but in terms of like the stitching and like the the gluing and everything mm. else, I can assure that it's uh, one of the best. Yeah, you have a very beautiful Instagram as well, man. Thank who, you. Who does those photos? Uh, my team your team so you have like a marketing team or like a yes we have marketing team and we hire like photographers 
do they work are they contractors or are they full-time employees uh some of them are full-time some of them are, are, are like project based oh shit yeah i love it That's no this is so good they're really thank nice yeah. really nice photos thank you yeah. for that so how, how do you get your marketing out there you have a website how do you get the name and the products out there uh, I use a social media channel. Okay. I use Instagram, yep. Facebook, yep. and also I use like the e-commerce in my country, mm. like Tokopedia and Shopee. So they're like the Amazon and eBay in oh, my country. Yeah, okay. So, okay. So in like in this case, like how much time uh, do you spend on? Actually, what do you do in the company? Yep. So you, oh, you obviously told us that you have a marketing team. Yes. You have a product, a production team. Yes. A production line. Yep. You obviously have some uh, operating uh, offices as well. Yes. To take care of the management of like all this together. Yep. So what's your role? Good question. So my role is more about directing people and more about like, uh, how you say that? Project manager. Project manager. Yeah. And maybe like driving the company to go forward mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Whereas my marketing team, maybe I would say like if uh, I'm the one like driving the car and then the marketing team may be the one who like wipes the thing. Yeah. Some of them need to do the, the hmm. fill in the gasoline. Yeah. So, so, so you basically don't really touch the product. Yes. You don't, you just basically like, they probably send you a sample here and there. Yes. But overall, yeah, you don't look at it at all. Right? Yes. That's insane. Yeah. So at this point, you this are very foreign to me. You are basically just a you're, you're basically almost like a like a like a board. You yes. just make sure that direction is is good. Yes, and you provide advice or some direction when, yes. when you need to. Yes, but in terms of the Apple uh, the actual operations or anything, you don't touch that at all. That no. that level. That yeah. you have some. How long? Have some how long has it been since you have you've touched the production line? A year. A year. I'm uh, almost. I think almost two years. Almost two years yeah. without touching the yes. production line. That's yeah. insane. So, so for the first two years, you basically had to, you were on on the production line making the products yes, as well. Yes, I even like take classes and I I I well, made like leather leather artisans and shit. just learn from them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. man. You okay? Cool. So, so what what is your kind of day to day involvement with the company then? Like Most, how yeah. how how much time in the day do you um, dedicate to running the company? Yeah, I I do go to my company from nine to six. Okay, so you're still in like a nine to five like, job, yeah. basically. But so, so what, what is your day like if you don't deal with the day-to-day -day stuff? Uh, mostly dealing with people all people. the time, people. Because like I already have like some like chief in every area. Like, we call it like like a head, right? So, head of, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just need to, how do you say that? Uh, mentor the all the heads. Right. So all the heads can mentor their people their team to chain so, reaction yes right. it is so so you have kind of maybe like daily meetings with your head offs yes make sure that they're running right they're running yep. fine then this needs to be fixed or whatever yes. and, and, and whatever else yep it is yeah. so you're really like a ceo i level in person. terms of uh jobs job in terms desk. of yeah in, in terms yes. of um you're kind of away from the actual grind of the yep. work but you're giving directions and you're giving kind of guidance. Yes, it is. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it still took you, it took you three years to get to that level before yes. it can kind of run on itself and yes. you can take yourself out of the daily 
Exactly. Um, that that comforts that comforts me in a while. In a, yeah. in a in a sense because like I'm running my my company right now. Yeah. And it's only been like a year or two. Right. Exactly. So it's not there yet. Yes. But in a way, I mean, you you did kind of sell your other business, your sugarcane business, right? Yeah, I did. You could. You you could have been a mentor, which I think you you were at some I'm, point. I, I'm kind of am still because yeah. they they still send me emails and whatnot. Yeah, granted, like most of the time it's just me asking him for my money, but <laughs> okay, well. but look, uh, yeah, I try I try to help him out with my resources and whatnot. Yeah, because uh, I've been I've been through it, through it, like websites and whatnot. Like if they need anything, like uh, you know, some info, like where I can get it cheaper, I, I usually mm. tell them. Yep. Uh, it's no problem with that, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's nice. interesting how 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 um you know you got to where you are mm. with basically no business experience. You just kind of yeah figured it out yes. over time. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Amen. This this podcast could be a business yeah. in the future. You know. Yes, it is. And and what was your kind of uh, interest in business? Is that just from just being around business people all your life? Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm, I'm guessing you you have a lot of friends or family who are in their own businesses. Yeah, I th- I think so. Yeah, looking at my father, he's a businessman as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the environment plays a, a big of, part of it. A big yeah. part of it. Yeah. So you know, if if you're like a a person that you know where where your your family are all and just um you know public servants, you know, you probably don't have a big network or a big mm. mindset for business. Yes. Yeah. It's true, but I think sometimes it does work for for uh, maybe uh, because like if you heard story from like Jack Ma or like yeah like Zuckerberg yep. they they started from like a very from the bottom right yeah. from a very like, modest position yeah, yeah but I think what separates um, a great businessman into like uh, just a ordinary businessman is is their calling I mean like in their their purpose. Okay. in life because like sometimes people just like uh, maybe like actually I should say like dream people don't dream high enough to achieve that yeah so what, so what what is your dream or what is a goal or what is your what is success to you then I think for me success is to help other people be successful as well right so my my uh, benchmark is how many people I could help to succeed in their life and that includes my yeah. employees mm-hmm. and all my clients and more partners so if you can become a multi-millionaire yep but help five people only mm-hmm. would you do that or would you just be a hundred thousand heir and help a hundred people like how, how much of it is running a business about the actual money and how much of it is about giving you an opportunity to help a lot of people that's a really good question I think uh the main thing uh, that people misunderstood sometimes is just like you can't help people while you're making money, a lot of money, right? But yeah. I think you can still do that. I mean, let's say like if you help five other people to yeah. do great business and that people will help other people as well, sure. right? So I think you're, you're still doing Good thing. Other, this, other. This is the good MLM. <laughs> the good MLM. That's it. Other <laughs> than just like thinking, oh, these people is like evil, making a lot of money, a lot yeah, of money, yeah. and then you yourself didn't do anything. I think yeah. that's worse than right. you know, actually do business and helping people. Because I mean, you would have t- 
taught them the wrong thing then if they got yeah. one to to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, so so it really when you think about business, for you it's just a pathway or opportunity to help people. Yes. Money is secondary, would you say? I think I, I would love to see my business as a calling. Okay. Not like a job. Because like when a job when you think your business as a job, it's just like I'm just here to do my job. Right? Mm. When you do your calling, it's like you're like called to do things. And yeah. for me, my calling is just to help people and help my country, help yeah. Indonesia. Mm. So just, I, yeah. I guess my question um, before wasn't that you, you can't make a lot of money and, and, and help people at the same time. You can definitely right. do that. Right. But the question is like, is, is business for you about making the money or is it about giving you an avenue to help people? I think I'm more like giving the avenue to help people. It is right. for, for me as well. It's just it's yeah. just like, but the thing is, you need to make money before you can help of course. people. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So business yeah. is still always about money. I think business is the idea, and then the money is like the blood, and then right. you you need to mm. be alive. You need right. the blood right. to just right. help people. You need the vessel. Yeah. To help you <laughs> the keep vessel, helping the, people. The, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. That's right. So, anyways, um. We got probably gonna wrap up soon. Yeah. So when when is actually is your um, is this business gonna launch the the the, the umping business? The umping business, okay. Hopefully, do you, do, you, do you have a launch date? Hopefully by the end of next year. I, I mean next month. Oh sorry. shit! <laughs> next month. Man, wow. I would I'd love to catch up again. Like once you launch it, man. Sure. Like, I want to hear about this. Yeah. I'm sure, there's a lot of uh, new learnings that you you'll have. Yes. Um, I guess every time you launch a new business, it's there's new learnings. Yes. And I'm sure you'll. Um, find things that don't work and find things that do work. Yes. Okay. So by by the thirteenth of uh, September or end of September, we should end, hear something about it. End of September. Yeah. yeah and, I'll, and what, I'll, I'll what, catch up. I'll catch up and find. What what, what does the launch kind of look like for you? Like it's mm. just it's just on the shelves now for like people to to buy. Is that? I think on the first, it's going to be on the shelf, but on like a traditional market. So okay. because we're dealing with distributors, so they help us to hmm. distribute all the stuffs. Yeah. So that's what our Indonesian listeners have to look out for then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, any, any, uh, any last words, man? Any last word for me? I yeah. think for all the listeners, uh, one of my biggest uh, lesson in my life is just to keep believing in yourself and mm. just like uh, you can fail a lot but then you just have to move on and just like move forward mm. yeah that's all for me yeah well, thanks for coming on man that, that was thank great you. Yeah. thank very you for inviting guest. me thank very you special, special guest man Stan, yeah. what, Stan, how do you say your last name Stan? Suantika Stanley Suantika yeah Indonesian entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. <laughs>